listening to Inside the Crew, the only radio show dedicated to all things Columbus Crew and the beautiful game. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. Here's your host, Chris Doran. Welcome to Inside the Crew. It's always great to be playing Major League Soccer in December, and that's exactly what the black and gold will do. By virtue of a 2-0 victory over Orlando on Saturday, they've got a date in the first week of December. With FC Cincinnati on Saturday night in the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll talk about the game against Orlando momentarily with Wilfried Nazi, the head coach of the Black and Gold, as well as the goalkeeper and nationwide man of the match, Patrick Schulte. We'll hear from the game-winning goal scorer, Christian Ramirez, as well. In just a few minutes, Taylor Twellman will join us. He's the lead analyst for Apple Television. Looking forward to speaking with him, not just about Major League Soccer's two conference finals lafc and houston on the western side and of course columbus and cincinnati on the eastern side but also what he likes about wilfried nazi and what he's done with the black and gold roster this year my sense is because we've talked to so many of the apple announcers over the course of the season is that he's truly intrigued with the way wilfried nazi and his staff has been have been able to work with the talent develop the talent and get to a point where they're competing for an Eastern Conference uh, uh, title as well as the trip to MLS Cup, which will be played in Ohio, as you've probably guessed, uh, with the two top seeds remaining in the entire tournament. It'll either be in Cincinnati or, as we're hoping, it will be at Lower.com Field on December 9th when Columbus is successful this Saturday down at Tequil Stadium. All that's ahead, but we're going to talk more about this Orlando win from Saturday night in just a few minutes. Uh, we'll uh, also chat with or hear from, I should say, some of the other Apple TV talent who have joined us over the course of the season and have talked about how much they appreciate what Columbus has been able to do with their roster this year. The success and the style of play, the true identity that uh, Columbus plays with. I think you'll be interested if you've not heard some of those comments uh, in the past, uh, what has been said and what has come to fruition as a result of the work that Wilfried Nazi and his staff have put into this season. So all that's coming up. The show's brought to you by Tipico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, and by Ohio Cat, the official construction equipment provider of the Columbus Crew. It is the eighth time in the club's history that the Columbus Crew have advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals. That 2-0 win Saturday on the road versus Orlando sealed the deal. Orlando started the match with a high press on goal kicks, and Coach Nazi said the team was ready for that in searching for both short, mid-range, as well as long solutions to the press. Yeah, so, so we knew that the, the plan for Orlando was to press on the goal kick, so um, we had the possibility to, uh, to play short or to play in between or in behind. So uh, they did it well, to be honest with you, but uh, we were able to find also a good situation at a certain moment. So the idea was to give him a, a bit of a... Uh, help, you know, in terms of uh, the distance and the position uh, with uh, certain players. But again, this is a specific point, but they were able after that to adjust and uh, and the idea was to, to find a way to uh, disrupt the press. Yeah, and beyond beating the press on the goal kicks, Patrick Schulte, the goalkeeper for the Columbus crew, really just had to focus on keeping focused on the game and not distracted by the noise from typically boisterous Orlando fans. From the last time we played here, I knew it was going to be you know, a crazy game. The fans you know, really into it. 
they're a really good side. Um, so honestly, just trying to stay present where my feet are at. Um, that's what I kind of think about in the moment is, you know, don't let the distractions of the outside noise or anything going on around you um, get to you and, you know, as well as just communicating with the back line um, and the people in front of me to just stay mentally engaged at all times. That's Patrick Schulte, goalkeeper for the Columbus crew. Had to be called into action in added time. More on that in a moment. In the first 90 minutes, which ended 0-0, as you know, the biggest uh, dramatic point, I think, of the first 90 was in the 77th minute. It's 1v1 Diego Rossi and Rod Schlegel on a breakaway, and Rossi was clotheslined. And Schlegel ends up picking up his second yellow card. Rossi told Nazi post-game that he wasn't really happy with what he was able to contribute to the team, but Nazi put his arm around him and said, are you kidding me? You were able to draw that second yellow card, and that made things very different for us going down the stretch. <laughs> During what the game? Because uh, we provoked the red card, because, uh, again, we were able to play our game and also to, uh, to put that on the opposition. And uh, we are able to play between the lines, but also to play uh, in behind. And I was happy, and uh, I'm happy for Diego because uh, he was um, he was not happy with cert- certain action that he had. But uh, he, 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 he helped us to have the to get you know the, the red card. So so for me, after that, it was uh, all about resilience because uh, and. The way we train, the way we try to discuss with the player, the way we try to challenge the player. So tonight, sometimes there is everything, you know, this is uh, irrational at certain moments. And uh, everything was there tonight in terms of uh, competitive, competitive spirit, spirit, sorry. And uh, yeah, we're done. We're done. And the mindset was there. And that's why they were able to... Uh, to, to win this game. Columbus Crew head coach Wilfried Nancy post game. The crew playing against 10 men going into the overtime period. Orlando had used all five of their subs in three windows of the second half. So they were done with subs, but they did have fresh young legs on the field that was giving them a boost down the stretch, but to no avail. So the starters finished the first 90 for Columbus at the break. The first sub, Christian Ramirez, who's been watching this game from the bench. He was called from the bench in place of Alex Matan, and he told his team during the break, he said, look for me in the box. Yeah, um, on the sideline. Um, I was noticing that nobody was in the box once we went up a man. Um, so I was itching to get out there, and I told myself if, if I got the opportunity, I was just going to stay in the box. And immediately when um, before the overtime started, I told the guys, uh, you guys do your thing. I'll be I'll be in the box. Only look for me when I'm in there um, because we were controlling the game um, at that time. And uh, yeah, I'm just lucky that I could help the team. There you go. 92nd minute. He gets on the end of a super special cross from Aiden Morris. He'll be hammered off the ball by Araujo, who will go to the outside and get tripped up by Morris. No foul called. Here's Morris at the goal line. Cross ball is a goal for Barreras. And Columbus! Christian Ramirez, the added time sub in the second most productive game on the attack for the black and gold in his career. I mean, since he played for Minnesota, he has not produced these kinds of goals. It's his ninth on the season.
And the Columbus crew take a 1-0 lead early in the 30 minutes of added time in this playoff matchup. Certainly an important goal for Christian Ramirez. He hadn't scored since June 24th. That was the end of a three-game in a three-goal and four-game run for him for the black and gold. Hasn't had a lot of playing time as the uh, lineup is settled into a Matan Rossi Cucho Hernandez sort of attack. But when he was called upon on Saturday night, he got the job done. And on Monday, he and his wife welcomed their third child to their family. Uh, it's uh, hard to put into words. Uh, I knew we, we were, uh, thought the baby was coming uh, on Tuesday. So we were in the hospital for four or five hours. Um, and they sent us home, uh, so a false alarm. And so we're on baby watch. And uh, guys were asking me if I was going to come and make the trip. And um, because of it, but uh, she told me to just go. So hopefully that goal um, was special for her, for, for the little one. Um, I know for myself it was really special. Uh, so hopefully she can go into labor tomorrow, <laughs> not tonight, uh, and I can join us. Congratulations to the Ramirez family. Back to the game Saturday night, up a goal, up a man, but still 29 minutes to play for head coach Wilfried Nancy. I was about to collapse on the bench because when we score after that, we stopped playing. But uh, again, really difficult to play uh, sometimes with uh, against a, a team with 10 men because the team with 10 men, they have extra, they try to, they are able to find extra uh, 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 spirit, you know, extra strength. And, um, but they fought, everybody fought. And, um, yeah, well done. It wasn't just a physical fight, it was also a mental fight, too. It was about keeping your composure in check. Just listen to Christian Ramirez. Once we were up a man, I was trying to make sure that they didn't bait us into anything because um, they were trying to. Um, and we, we stayed very disciplined and we talked about that before the game even started um, to not let it get into into those decisions. Um, so we stayed true to ourselves and kept believing um, and stayed level-headed knowing that that's part of, of their game and coming here and how hostile they make it and aggressive they are. Um, little things off the ball after the play. Um, so proud of the guys to, to continue to fight and um, just stick to the game plan and not let those things get to us. Yeah, Christian Ramirez and Patrick Schulte, up a goal, up a man. He knows how dangerous things can be when you're playing against 10 men. They're at home. They've got the home crowd rooting for them, and they're trying to chase back on a goal deficit. Schulte said it was all about goalkeeper chat, keeping people calm, cool, and collected, even while he was making three saves in that overtime stanza Saturday night. Yeah, honestly, just staying level-headed, um, you know, especially you know, fouls, fans, whatever, whatever it is. Um, just trying not to get, you know, go all over the place because we needed to stay together. We needed all eleven guys, um, and you know, we're better, we're better together, not with ten guys. So, you know, just trying to keep everyone as calm as can be. Um, as coach says, stay cool, uh, be as cool as possible, and um, basically just that. You know, you start to see players cramping, and you're focused more on the physical piece of finishing out a 120-minute game. Wilfried Nancy and his coaching staff were really coaching the mental side of the approach to the overtime stanza, and uh, I think he got the guys bought in. We wanted to close the game before the, the extra time, but uh, we didn't have the chance to do it. So the idea was to go back in the present moment because they were talking about, yes, we play with a man-up, we have, uh, we, this is the extra time, so the idea was to tell them that, okay, we've been doing all the year exercise with man up or man down 
So I want you to be aggressive, but also to leave the to let the ball move and uh, side to side, and also to be aggressive when the, in the good moments. But again, it's easy to talk. Uh, as you saw, it was not. Uh, we were able to do it at certain moments, but we, we struggled. And um, because Orlando did a good job, did a really good job uh, with that. So this is the next step that we can improve. But uh, I was happy about the, the resilience that they had uh, in the second uh, extra time to uh, to be able to find a way to score the second goal. And uh, well done, uh, well done. Well, the Columbus Crew has been known for scoring goals from inside the 18 throughout the course of the season. What about outside the 18? That Lucas Zellerayan shot earlier at Lower.com Field before he left for Saudi Arabia. Cucho Hernandez not to be outdone. One of the most uh, successful attacking players in the playoffs so far. Gets his fourth goal in the postseason on Saturday night in the 120th minute. And he did so from 50 five yards out. Driven ball by Smith to the far side of the 18, headed out and away by Shaburko. Molino on the turf, forward to Cucho Hernandez. Chip ball by Hernandez is a goal for Columbus! He scored three times in the first two games of the playoffs. Missed out on opportunities in that third game against Atlanta and waited to the 119th minute in this match versus Orlando to get back on the score sheet. One of the most productive players in the playoffs this year, Cucho Hernandez with his fourth playoff goal of 2023. Kevin Molino with the assist. And that should put this game away for the black and gold. And uh, it's funny because <laughs> we have a clean sheet in Orlando, one of the most difficult difficult places to play. And um, and we scored two goals. So I knew that we were able to do it. And I'm really, really, really happy for the guys because they deserve it. Just super pumped that we got the win. And um, just grateful that you know we're, we're on to the next round. And, you know, this... We just keep pushing. Columbus Crew goalkeeper Patrick Schulte, who picked up nationwide match honors after he secured the 2-0 shutout with three saves in extra time on Saturday night against Orlando. Cucho Hernandez named a member of Major League Soccer's Best 11 this year. Congratulations to him. A couple of names you'll recognize. Luci Acosta is on there, of course, the uh, MVP of the league this year for FC Cincinnati. Matt Miatska is on there as well, the Defender of the Year. And Pat Noonan is uh, the Coach of the Year, as you know from last week. Those three folks will be a part of the entourage from Cincinnati waiting to greet Columbus on Saturday night as the crew heads south on I-71 for Hell is Real Derby Chapter 3 of the 2023 season and the first time these two teams have met in the playoffs, obviously, because, um, well, we've missed the playoffs the last two years. And uh, and Cincinnati struggled with wooden spoon honors in the league for three years. So this will be a first, and it will be exciting. We'll have the live broadcast beginning at 5.30 from TQL Stadium on Saturday night, the kickoff at 6.09. When we come back, a little more about uh, Saturday night's performances. And then later in the show, Taylor Twelman from Apple TV. He's the, MLS, uh, he's the lead an- analyst for the MLS Season Pass package on Apple Television. And uh, for the first time, we'll have him on the program Talking Crew Soccer. So stick around for that and more as we continue on Inside the Crew. Tweet from a listener. Are you carrying the Buckeye game today? Considering we've never not carried one, yes. The answer is yes. The fashion. 
Back again on Inside the Crew. Taylor Twelman of Apple TV joins us in the next segment. Glad you're with us tonight. If you're listening on your car or truck radio, we ask that you remember to buckle your safety belt. This message is brought to you by the Ohio Department of Public Safety. If you're not buckled up, what's holding you back? Patrick Schulte with the Nationwide Man of the Match Honors on Saturday night. 2-0 shutout. He was called into action in the extra time. Made three saves to secure the 2-0 shutout and get the victory for the black and gold. Coach Nancy talking post-game about how much fun it's been to watch Schulte grow into his role with this team this year. But has been outstanding. Uh, Schulte was, he, he kept us in the game. And I'm so happy for him because um, I remember uh, many games that he was not happy about his performance and he was... He, he, he did a good job during the performance, but he was not happy with that. All the time, he's extremely demanding with himself to try to put uh, the level up, the level up. And tonight, uh, yes, he, he, he made plays. And uh, he deserved it also. And uh, obviously, all the team also. Columbus Crew head coach Wilfried Nancy, and of course, Patrick agreed post-game that there have been a lot of tough lessons to learn this year. Yeah, as Coach said, it's been, it's been up and down. Um, good moments, bad moments. Um, but honestly, just learning from them and just taking taking each moment in and just trying to you know become better from it. Um, but like last time I came here, I knew I, I didn't have a good performance, and so just taking that performance and just trying to bounce back um, and, and learn from every mistake, every even every good game that I have. You know, just taking every moment and just learning from it as best as I can. Patrick Schulte, three saves on Saturday night, secures the shutout and boosted the confidence of the players on the field with every bit of that performance. Oh, it was huge, um, especially for Patty to, to stay ready, um, knowing that he didn't really have much to do all game until the, those few um, big opportunities for them. Um, so credit to him. He's come a long way. Um, I think you see that from a lot of the guys and in the group. Now you see it. We've been through so many ups and downs, um, dropped so many late points, lost some games and, or drew some games that we should have won, um, and we're better off for it. And we always believed that we would be. Um, kept learning, and this is a group that always learns from wins, from losses, from draws, and continues to be hungry. And, uh, yeah, so we're excited to see what happens next. That's Christian Ramirez on Patrick Schulte. Patrick Schulte's golf partner, as we all know, is Aiden Morris. Morris put in 120 minutes of work. Among his tackles won and his 94% passing accuracy, he found time to put a shot on target and he took goalkeeper Pedro Galese to an upper corner and on his tippy toes to make a uh, to make an early save in that match on Saturday night. Wilfried Nancy, head coach of the Black and Gold, with a review of Aiden Morris's performance Saturday. <laughs> Aiden! Yeah, he's a, uh, he's a, uh, I, I like to talk about competitive spirit and this is one of the, sometimes this is too much for him. Sometimes he just have to just enjoy a little bit more because he has a, uh, he's so competitor that sometimes he, he forgets that, okay, I just have to relax and to enjoy the moment. So during the year it was what we've been able to do with him because he's really professional, like all the players would say, but he's really demanding with himself, and, uh, and he was able to improve. And um, he improved a lot because when we, when, when we took the team, he was running all over the place. He was running too much. And it was not easy for me as a coach to tell a player, you are running too much, you run too much. So 
But he was, he's so smart that he was able to understand also with my staff, we showed him, we worked with him to show him, uh, 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 to have discussion with him and so on. So he was able to understand what we want and about repetition and so on. So yes, he's, he's improved, he's been improving a lot. I think that uh, he can, he, he's going to be better. He knows that he has to improve on certain aspects. But uh, yeah, happy for him because it's been, a, it's been a good year for him. And the next year I'm going to ask him a little bit more again. <laughs> That's Aiden Morris's pro coach, Wilfried Nancy. Aiden Morris's college coach, albeit just for a semester, was Todd Yeagley at Indiana University. Todd, of course, a former member of the Columbus crew in the early years of black and gold history, talking about Aiden's competitive edge. Aiden's just, you know, he matures with every game. He, yeah. You know, every time I see him play, and I think his national team experience has been a, a big boost for him yeah. to just know that he is in that kind of upper echelon and. And no one wants it more than that kid. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes you have to reel him back a little bit. Mm. Um, it's a great thing versus the opposite, but he's so driven and, uh, should have a, a long, long career as, as a, as a pro soccer player. That's Todd Yeagley, head coach of the men's soccer program at Indiana University and, of course, a former member of the Columbus crew. Good luck to the Hoosiers this weekend. They square off against Notre Dame in the College Cup. And good luck to the black and gold as they travel to Cincinnati to take on FC Cincinnati Saturday night, our airtime, 5.30 on 97 won the fan and the kickoff at 6.09. When we come back, we'll talk to Taylor Twelman of Apple Television on Inside the Crew. We are your radio home for the Buckeyes, Browns, and all the NFL games you can handle. We may have a bit of a football problem. Oh, yeah. The Van Ohio Sports Destination. Welcome back to Inside the Crew. Glad you're with us. The MLS Conference Finals are available to you on the Apple TV app or online at tv.apple.com. It's all a part of the MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. The lead analyst for Major League Soccer's Season Pass on Apple TV is Taylor Twelman. He joins us on the show tonight. Taylor, thanks for being a part of the show. You've got to be really excited about both the Eastern and Western Conference showdowns in these MLS Cup playoffs. Yeah, I really am. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Obviously, you look at the way the regular season unfolded. Uh, St. Louis City winning the Western Conference was the biggest surprise of the year. But all that being said, really hard to argue with the Final Four. Houston under Ben Olsen's been fantastic this year. They won the Open Cup. They've been really hot since the League's Cup. LAFC has been really, really pushing to repeat as MLS Cup champions. I think they're still, when they're fully fit, fully healthy, they're still the best team in this league and then you look at Will Nancy taking over the Columbus crew, Pat Noonan, what he's done, MLS Coach of the Year, Lucha Costa, MVP of the Year. I think you're really, it's going to be hard to make an argument that these aren't the four best teams in the league in this moment. And when we take a look at the way Cincinnati got to the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. Final, that match against the Union, an added time second half goal on a set piece where there was some discussion as to whether or not an offside call should have been made. Yeah, there was a little bit of a uh, controversial call. I think you can make the argument that Murphy was in an offside position. Uh, VAR deemed it that it was, you know, inconclusive in the ability to, that it wasn't clear and obvious, so the second look wasn't necessary. Either way, they were the better team against Philly, even though it wasn't that great of a game. I think Cincinnati was the better team. They've had the better season, so I don't think it's really that hard done that they're hosting the Columbus crew this weekend. However, it was controversial in that essence. 
Taylor Twelman joins us on Inside the Crew. Someone made the point in social media, as they often do, that Jim Curtin should probably consider breaking away from the union. It's time for him to go spread his wings elsewhere. Do you agree with that? Well, he flirted with it, and then he re-signed with the Philadelphia Union. I know the Chicago Fire were secretly trying to persuade him to come back where he spent majority of his professional career as a player. Um, I agree with it. On one level, the fact that Jim Curtin and Philadelphia, they've pretty much maximized that marriage. We've seen in big games, they can't get over the hump. They've struggled in big games. Jim Curtin, even post-game after the loss to Cincinnati's talking about he'd rather still be in these moments, almost as if he's defending why he stayed in Philadelphia. My only concern is that Jim Curtin has changed. He's evolved for the better Philadelphia doesn't spend a ton of money. Jim Curtin maximizes that. I don't know where Jim's going to go unless it's for a bigger franchise, bigger club in this league. So I think he should be very picky and choosy if he does leave Philadelphia because right now he does have them playing at a level that's higher than where they are on payroll and the quality of player that they're signing. He's the lead analyst for MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Taylor Twelman joins us on Inside the Crew. Let's talk about Columbus going to the Lions Den of Orlando City. No shots on goal for the home side until we got to added time. Uh, given the 18 days between playoff dates, do you think Orlando's got a case for Major League Soccer to reconsider that long break between the first and second round of playoff games? Sure, but so does Columbus. They have the same thing, right? Similar, right? So I, I look at both teams having the same issues same situations of trying to navigate through that. And so when you talk to the technical staffs of any team in Major League Soccer, they'll tell you 18, 15, 18 days off is a lot of time. However, in Major League Soccer's defense, what are you going to do during the international break? If your playoffs are being played during the international break, you've got to honor that because you want in the biggest games of the year, your players to be available. So it's a really difficult situation to navigate unless you look at changing the schedule and moving around the international break so then you have your best players available for the biggest games. Columbus was good, but Patrick Schulte was fantastic. The thing about Columbus is they're not completely convincing that they can win a game 1-0 on the road. They just did against Orlando City. They won 2-0 because their goalkeeper came up with three really big saves with a one-goal lead. Cucho then finishes the game off at the end. But you really got to tip your cap to Patrick Schulte. He's a young goalkeeper. He's still finding his way. He's had some moments, as you well know, this year where he's let in some soft goals in the biggest moment of the season so far, Patrick Schulte was really good, and he came up with some big saves. Taylor Twelman of MLS Season Pass joins us on Inside the Crew. As an outsider looking in, how big is it for Ohio to be hosting mm -hmm. not just an Eastern Conference final, but guaranteed the MLS Cup? The best part about this from someone on the outside is that now 107 countries are going to see the heartland of America and what these two franchises are about. Columbus in their new stadium with the new ownership. It's a completely different situation than what it was when I played and even all the way up to save the crew. Uh, that stadium's great. They're going to have the all-star game in 2024. So if they surprise FC Cincinnati, you're talking about hosting two big moments with MLS Cup in 23 and the all-star game in 24. For FC Cincinnati, I'm on the record. I'll stay on the record. It is arguably the best environment in this league. And for them to have, for three straight years, the worst season in MLS, to then turn it around from Pat Noonan, Chris Albright, and those players and whatnot, now to be the Supporter Shield winners, the MVP winner, the Coach of the Year winner, the Defender of the Year, a dream season 
to now be in front of the Bailey to it's just it's great for the state of Ohio. You know, for my entire professional career, the state of Ohio was the home base for the U.S. men's national team in the biggest games. That hasn't really changed. I just did U.S. Mexico before the 2022 World Cup in Cincinnati in TQL Stadium. And so there's going to be some big moments that are there. And I think it's cool that Major League Soccer is going to reap the benefits of this rivalry. I think you accurately capture what uh, Cincinnati fans have been able to do for Tequil Stadium. I absolutely agree with you being a crew fan myself. Uh, I think a close second is is the black and gold home mm-hmm. side of uh, at lower.com field. So saying what you've said, does most of the responsibility in this weekend's Eastern Conference final really sit on Cincinnati's shoulders? Yeah, because they're at home. Yeah. You, you've got the pressure of trying to do the supporter shield and win MLS Cup, the way they disappointedly lost to Inter-Miami in the Open Cup final, the way they dominated, Open Cup semifinal, excuse me, the way they dominated that game, they had a two-goal lead, and then to lose that, there's pressure on them. If they win the Open Cup, this is a different kind of situation. They're kind of playing, they've already won a trophy, they're kind of, you know what I'm saying, there's a little extra pressure. I think the first 20 minutes is going to be very interesting. If and I think Columbus lines up perfectly in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's got their hands full. I think Columbus, having won in Orlando, they're kind of playing with house money. They're going to be a little bit more confident knowing that their system lines up against the way Cincinnati will play. Cincinnati's very disorganized in their press because Lucha Costa needs some freedom. The way the rotations and the setup of the players are under Will for Nancy, I think we get ourselves an epic semifinal conference final if you will i think all the pressure in the world's on cincinnati to hold serve and host mls cup the week later taylor twelman of mls season pass the lead analyst for the network is with us on inside the crew i had a gambling friend once tell me that there's no such thing as house money if it's sitting in your pocket <laughs> uh mls uh, best 11 attacker cucho hernandez 15 goals over over 15 games uh, how hot is this you were a striker you scored plenty of goals yourself mm-hmm. still the leading goal scorer for new england is it ebb and flow or is it like I am on a tear? Uh, both, actually. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think the system that Wilfer Nancy built was not around Lucas Zellerayan. It was about Cucho Hernandez. Mm. And so when he realized that he can get a lot out of Cucho Hernandez, he then said, wait a minute, I'm going to go Diego Rossi's route and even enhance that. And that's ultimately what that is. When you're scoring goals, you're not thinking it's instinctual. And so now you come into a game and you're not really thinking or worried about, well, I haven't scored in a couple games. I haven't gotten chances. Cucho's playing with just a real freedom and the instincts are coming through, but it's also Will for Nancy's system. It is really set up for a modern type of forward like Cucho Hernandez. He's been fantastic. I've often described him as Joseph Martinez 2.0. I think he's a little bit more complete of a player than joseph that's not taking anything away from joseph because at his day he was ruthless he played as if his hair was on fire there's a little bit more seasoned play to cucho but my word he can score a goal in a variety of ways and it's an absolute pleasure to call his games taylor twelman joins us on inside the crew three back system versus that traditional four with those wing backs getting forward who has the advantage here or where is the difference in play that gives one team an advantage I actually think you're going to see very similar systems, if not man-to-man. I think Pat Noonan, Dominic Kinnear is going to look at this and say, hang on a minute. If Wilford Nancy is going to play three center backs and maybe flip the script, because who knows if Gressel plays? 
Who right. knows if it's at three four three? You know this as well as anyone. There's a lot of flexibility to the way Wilford Nancy goes about his business. FC Cincinnati's going to play three center backs. They're going to play with wing backs. And so oftentimes when it's set up this way, it may be man to man. And that's why I think it sets up perfect for a barn burner type of game because it's the way Cincinnati presses versus the way Columbus plays with pressure and then they counter press. I think it works in favor of Columbus. I think Columbus is going to have more quality. I think Columbus is going to have more chances in the final third. But Columbus unequivocally, because Will Fernandes as stubborn as anyone, he's going to leave his team exposed. Can Lucha Acosta, and I think the X Factor is Brandon Vasquez. If Brandon Vasquez can be the player that you saw last year, it could be a difficult game for the Columbus crew in transition. But I think with the ball at their feet, I think Columbus has a real advantage Saturday night. Vasquez not scoring the way Cucho Hernandez is scoring. Yeah. Do we fall asleep on Vasquez or do we stay awake on him? Because he's he's probably primed for something in the way of a breakout. He is. The, he, Brandon Vasquez has been distracted since Mujin Gladbach came in with a $7 million plus offer. And I think that's where that that's a struggle. I've been there. When you know you can help your family, your salary and everything and your life and your dreams and all of that is to go up, up, up. You often wonder, is it ever going to come back? Brandon Vasquez, since the moment Cincinnati said we got to wait till the winter, he's been distracted. However, that's a wounded dog. And all it takes is the first touch, the first chance. If it goes Brandon Vasquez's way, he can score a hat trick in the blink of an eye. You know that as, any, as anyone, the way he did in League's Cup against Chivas. And so that's a real X factor. I think Bupenza is a weird one because as dynamic and as electric and as unpredictable he is, He's another one. So Columbus has their hands full in a front three that is as unpredictable as any front three in this league with the known quantity being the MVP in Lucha Acosta. But if, if Vasquez or Bupenza and their first touch and first opportunity is positive, my word, we're talking 3-2-4-3 type of game. He's the lead analyst for MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Taylor Twelman on Inside the Crew. A tremendous playing career, not just with the Revolution, but with the men's national team. And so if you would please put your coach's cap on, stand in the locker room in front of the black and gold before the kickoff on Saturday night, and tell me what you're telling your guys before they step out onto the field. These are the moments you want to tell your grandkids about. And these are the moments that you want you dream of you go through the two a days the three a days the weight rooms all the little crap that you hate doing as a pro athlete to prepare this is why however don't play the occasion play the game and oftentimes in the biggest moments the best players in the world no matter what the sport is they play the game not the occasion and that's not to say that you need to not recognize what the occasion is and the circumstance around it. But if you get caught up in the occasion, you get caught up in the circumstance, it often turns into heavy legs, slow reactions. You're not thinking straight. Just play the game. You've been there. You've done it. You just did it a week ago in Orlando City. We got to do it again. And you, if you need to talk a lot in this moment, then you know what? You've already lost the game because the players understand what's going to happen the moment they walk onto the field. Taylor, you're delightful. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend and enjoy the games. 
Should be a blast, my man. Taylor Twelman joining us on Inside the Crew. Thanks to our friend Kirk Reynolds for putting that interview together. Join us at Lower.com Field Saturday. Cheer on the crew in the Eastern Conference Final versus FC Cincinnati. Doors open at the Pub at LDC and Chase Plaza at 5 o'clock for the biggest Hell is Real match in MLS history. You can claim your free ticket now. Visit ColumbusCrew.com for more information. Back in a moment on Inside the Crew. The only radio station still operating with an active booze cart. I'm drunk right now. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Welcome back to Inside the Crew. Glad you're with us. At Wendy's, we're focused on what matters. That's why we've made our hamburgers square. When you want the best hamburgers, squares the beef. Kirk Reynolds at MLS Communications and at Apple Television has been so kind to align us with interviews over the course of the year. I thought I'd revisit some comments from different Apple TV air talent as it relates to the Columbus crew. Some of this is a little bit timely. Most of it is timeless, however. And as it relates to the change in the July transfer window, when we talked to Apple TV's Andrew Wiebe with the drop of Lucas Zellerion and the addition of Diego Rossi, and Julian Gressel, Weeby was very high on what lied ahead for the black and gold. If I was a crew fan right now, I would be imagining a golden age upcoming. Cucho Hernandez at a prime age. Diego, uh, Diego Rossi at a prime age. A developer of talent and of tactical noose in Wolf Renunci that I don't think has a peer right now in Major League Soccer. So not only do you get the results... You get to watch a team that entertains, that plays with the ball, that goes out in the transfer window under Tim Bezbachenko and says, hmm, how do we improve? Oh, we just get the best crosser of the ball in the league in Julian Gressel. Imagine Diego Rossi at the back post. Imagine the space Kucha Hernandez now has. I mean, I think the word imagine is the right way to, to think about this team because there's so much more that they can accomplish. Can they catch Cincinnati for the shield? No, that should not be the goal. The goal should be to be at their very best heading into the playoffs. But this is a project, and I say project very intentionally, that for the next three, four years, if they can keep hold of Nancy, which that's going to be tough, too, because he's going to have suitors given the way he's performing, uh, has the ability to win every single thing in this league. Andrew Wiebe with Apple TV joining us throughout the course of the season. We talked to different Apple TV talent, and Keith Costigan is a renowned play-by-play announcer for Apple TV. He joined us just after the win against St. Louis in League's Cup. Very excited about what he was seeing from the black and gold. I've been asked this a lot because we cover a lot of teams, and the best performance I've seen this year from any team has been Philadelphia live in terms of games I've I've called. But the team with the most um, you know obvious identity which I'm intrigued about moving forward when, when you have all the pieces on the field as Columbus. Um, I, I think the way they play, the style never changes and never deviates home or away or whoever the opposition is. And that was evident again this weekend. So I thought a good win against good opposition, albeit not at their very best, um, St. Louis. Um, but I thought as far as Columbus go, you really couldn't have asked for any better in terms of a, an opening game for League's Cup. That's Apple TV's Keith Costigan. Looking forward to the playoffs this weekend as we revisit some of the comments from Apple TV talent over the course of the season. It turns out some of them were right on target when it comes to assessing just how dangerous and potent this attack is for head coach Wilfried Nazi and the black and gold. Ross Smith, even after that 4-3 setback against Orlando late in the season, he still had a lot of confidence in what the black and gold could produce. For me, they're the best team in MLS 
at beating teams that have been dangerous in different areas. And I think that shows in in the match with Julian Gressel's goal, even though I don't think Cucho Hernandez has meant that as a pass. I think he's going for the far corner himself. Maybe others will disagree with that. You know, then I, I look at their, uh, their final goal with Diego Rossi or their second goal in the match with Diego Rossi. Different ways to cut open a team, different skill sets within the team, different players providing that final pass. I mean, how do you stop a team when you, you look for some clubs? It's just one player. You, you look after him and then all of a sudden you expect to get a good result, whereas Columbus, just so many different ways to hurt you. That's Ross Smith of Apple Television. Talked to Mo Adu last week. This was following the Atlanta playoff series and going into that game against Orlando. High praise for the head coach, Wilfried Nancy. First of all, Wilfred Nancy, one of my favorite coaches. Every single time I see one of his teams play, every single time I have a chance to speak with him, I always walk away just impressed with one, the human that he is, but then two, the way he sees the game. Um, aesthetically, I love watching Columbus play. Some of the, some of the goals are by design. Some of the goals are just off the cusp because they have such creative players who are given the freedom to express themselves in the final third. Uh, I also think that he's found a way to make players that we already held in high regard even better. And while these Apple TV announcers, including Moa Du there, praise both the Columbus crew and Wilfried Nazi and his coaching staff. It's important to note that Mr. Humble himself, Wilfried Nazi, following the game on Saturday night, the 2-0 victory against Orlando, really kept things in check as he reflected on what his team had accomplished. Oh, listen, uh, I am a human being, so I'm, I'm really happy for that. I have emotions, so I, I would say I'm really proud of that. But uh, with my staff, we uh, when we came here the first day, we said that we have values, and uh, values is about uh, for us compete and to have joy, and uh, and this is uh, what we try to uh, to uh, to put all the year in place with uh, our players. So I'm happy. I'm happy, obviously, with that, and um, like everyone. But again. Uh, the job is not uh, finished. Columbus Crew head coach Wilfried Nazi. The job's not finished. The story is not done. We'll write the next chapter Saturday night on the road at Cincinnati. Game time is 6.09. We'll have the broadcast for you at 5.30. Show tonight brought to you by Typico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, and by Ohio Cat, the official construction equipment provider of the Columbus Crew. This is Inside the Crew. The Fan Guest Hotline is sponsored by Wise Heating and Cooling and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes to keep your home comfortable. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus.